welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Polished Gems. Here we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. Hello, I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, and this podcast, Polished Gems. I'm also an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia. For those who are just joining us, thank you. For those who've been joining us, thank you again for coming back. We are so grateful for you. Guys, tonight's blog of focus, let's jump right into it. We've still been talking about gentleness all month long on the podcast. What I wanted to um, share with you was the blog of focus tonight is practical tips to heal and rebuild gentleness with yourself and even with others. So let me give you a brief description of what that blog I wrote was about. In it, I shared uh, three tips for us to start growing in our Christian journey. First, of course, learning gentleness from God and how to apply it to ourselves and others, as well as um, I reveal biblical evidence that helps us to heal and even rebuild the area of gentleness in our lives. So guys, the reason why I wanted to talk about this and a particular topic of rebuilding uh, the area of gentleness is because we often actually, no, not even often, we live in a world where we sometimes forget to display gentleness often. There are many people who are out there that may try our patience on a daily basis, or we may even try theirs. The definition of gentleness means to be free from harshness, from sternness or violence, and being kind and tender or even mild-mannered. Now, let me explain with that definition. There are often times that I know for my personal self that I have not always been gentle or from or free from harshness or even mild-mannered in my responses. There are often times I have not been kind. And um, in these situations where I haven't been as gentle as I should, I have come to realize that I should have been more gentle, right? After reflecting back over it. There's even been incidences where other people, I felt like people did not deal gently with me. Whether it was they um, came to me to speak to me about something, whether that was to uh, get, provide me constructive criticism or let me know an area that I should improve upon, or even if it was just um, they meant to be harsh, right? There, there's just been times where I've, I've seen gentleness not exhibited by myself or even others. But what I want you to realize tonight is that even with me, in those times that gentleness was not shown, I feel like it, it's also even caused people to feel like they could walk all over me because I may not have been so harsh back or, or I may not have in, in the words of people, stood up for myself, right? But what God has showed me is something different regarding gentleness. He showed me that for us to heal and even rebuild gentleness in our lives, we have to really examine our hearts. To do that, we must search the ways of God. 
the Bible even expounds upon this even deeper and further by uh, in Matthew eleven twenty nine in the Passion Translation version of the Bible. It says, simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. So this is God basically telling us, right? When we when we join up our life with his and then learn his ways, but um, that be through the Bible, just learning how he operates, learning what his sound is. And if you didn't catch that one, please catch that one as well. Um, and learning what his sound is that you'll discover he is gentle and humble and even easy to please. With that being said, that's how we need to be, not only with ourselves, but even how we deal with others as well. Let me also provide you just another verse to even put more perspective out there. In Ephesians chapter four and verse two, the Passion Translation even says this, with tender humility and quiet patience, always demonstrate gentleness and generous love toward one another, especially towards those who may try your patience. Now this one, I will read again. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2 in the Passion Translation of the Bible says, with tender humility and quiet patience, always demonstrate gentleness and generous love one toward one another, especially toward those who may try your patience. How many times in this world and in your daily lives has someone tried your patience? I don't know about you all, but I have definitely been experiencing that lately. And it seems a lot more lately. I don't know if it's been because of the pandemic or or what the deal is, but here, here's what's funny. Especially with the what I've been experiencing, I've actually come to notice that I get tried a lot when God is getting ready to bless me. I don't know if you've examined the patterns in your own life or had a moment to actually stop and do so because there's been a lot going on, so it's quite understandable. But I want to encourage you to actually take a pause, go back and examine the times that people have tried you, right? And that they, they have tried your patience. I want you to, the reason why I want you to examine that is because I want you to see if there is a pattern. Does it happen every time before God gets ready to bless you? Or does it happen at a, at a time where you need to really sit back and address that I'm not as gentle in my response. I'm constantly ready to fight people. I'm constantly ready to just be like, who's coming for me? Who's checking me? Who is, um, uh, who is trying to attack me? Sometimes, whatever your pattern is, right? Just examine when does it, when does it get to the point where you feel like people are trying your patience and you're ready to do to react whatever the way is. That's what you need to examine because you need to step back and go, "Huh, this happens every time I do or I do X, Y, or Z or that this happens." And then go back to God and go, "Help me to rebuild or even guide me on what to do every time that happens. How can I better prepare?" Like for instance, I'll go back to the example I just shared. The pattern for myself in particular was every time that God is getting ready to bless me, I notice a particular person comes to me and starts mess, tries my patience every single time. I cannot tell you how often this happens to the point where I'm just like, wow, I was baffled by, by it happening. I was 
shocked. And after a while, God was like, stop being shocked. Do you see the pattern? And I was like, I do. But how do I better prepare? Because at first, what would happen was when it first started happening, I was blowing up. I would yell back. I would scream back because I felt I needed to defend myself. And it and normally what the person would touch upon is points that made me super sensitive, like things such as my children or things such as um, um, having false emergencies and and just so much that would just touch a nerve. Like it would it became I know what it became. It became so annoying. <laughs> it became so annoying that I was just like. I couldn't swat it. It was like a fly that you want to swat that was just buzzing in your face, but you couldn't catch it no matter what. That's what it was becoming like. So of course it would cause me frustration. Of course it would cause me to yell and even to curse and, and just get angry, right? But I had to realize I needed God's fruit of the spirit to be gentle in that moment. I realized I needed to not only practice gentleness so that way when I recognize the pattern of the person coming getting ready to come and try my patience that I could exercise gentleness even before they would talk to me even before they came um, to try me again or even before anything would happen see that's why we talk about a lot about preparation right that's why we talk about healing um and and Healing helps with the preparation. It even helps with the process of build, of rebuilding that area. Because as you rebuild gentleness in your life, it becomes a lot easier to deal with like what the example I'm giving you. So, so for me, preparing was really sitting at God's feet um, and to, when I prayed, to understand the pattern that was happening. And then once I recognized the pattern to go, okay, God, this is a sign that you're getting ready to do something in me. And this person has kept coming and coming and coming right before uh, you do a new thing with me. So now that I know that, I know I can recognize the season, the time and understand. But then my prayer became, help me to heal in the area of gentleness, right? So I can rebuild it so that when they come, I'm not cursing, I'm not screaming. I already know, I already know the pattern now. So. That's what, that's why I want to share this with you. That's why this is so important. It is to help you recognize the pattern to also understand how to heal and rebuild in the areas of God's fruit of his spirit so that you can be prepared for the things that are happening, that you see happening in your life as well and learn from them. Now, I will say this disclaimer, the situation becomes a little bit different when you're on the off, when you're uh, the one lashing out, okay? Here's what I mean by that. The the healing and rebuilding process might, and most definitely, will probably look different than what I'm talking about because if, if I was the one who was just always giving a harsh word or trying everybody else's patience all the time, then God would have to deal with me a little bit differently to dial it back. There's something that uh, pushes a button and that pushes you overboard. So this is why we always say, sit at God's feet, spend time with him, ask tons, ask tons of questions, right? Because your healing and rebuilding process definitely might look different depending on how you deal with a situation regarding the fruits of his spirit. Okay. So let's get into why does gentleness even matter? 
Why do we even need to do it? And why is it so important? Well, what I what I'm realizing in this season in my life is that with all of our blogs, with even with this podcast, we ask you, our audience, to always feel like they're learning new things. I feel like we're always giving you new practical things to learn with the fruits of God's spirit that, quite frankly, it it's understandable if you're sitting there in your mind going, I don't want to learn anything new. You guys are always asking me to learn this. You're asking me to learn that. Why does this matter? And why do I have to stretch in my understanding? Well, let me give you this. The reason why we do this is because of 2 Corinthians 5.17 in the Amplified Version, which says this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined by joined to him by faith in, in him as savior, meaning you believe by faith that he is your savior, he or she is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things meaning our previous moral and spiritual conditions have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. So for all of us who follow Christ, this is really our stamp of why we do so. We do so because we want to change from our former selves. We want to uh, live a life that's new and filled with new things because of the fact that our old, the old way was not working. To be quite frank, this is the reason why I changed even my life and really chose to follow God. I, I grew up in the church. I knew of God. I followed him. I spent time at his feet. I even lived out life with him. And then at 18, made a decision to leave the church and walk away and become a prodigal daughter. When I did that and lived in the world and, and definitely danced around a lot with Satan, I realized life was crazy. My life ended up being crazy. And if you don't believe me, this is no shameless plug. If truly, if you don't believe me, you can go check out my book, The Fragmented Soul on Amazon. Um, And I promise you, you'll see how crazy life got for me. Um, With that being said, in in living with the world and in and leaving God, life just got super chaotic. It got super confusing. It got to where my mind was just filled with chaos, so much chaos to the point where um, I had no direction. I had no way to go and even no understanding of where how to move forward and make life better. So that's why 2 Corinthians 5.17, I hold near and dear because I really wanted my old mindsets and my old ways to to be let go of. And let me tell you, there's nothing like living uh, under the uh, uh, umbrella of protection from God, under the uh, love of God. It, when you see, when you get to learn him as Abba Father, it puts a whole new perspective, right? Because he's not just Abba Father, he's also a healer. He's also, um, he sent the comforter who is our, to comfort us in time of need, which is the Holy Spirit. He's not only that, he's a friend. And that came in the form of Jesus. Like there's so much that God embodies that getting to know those different parts of him, when I tell you, it has been a wonderful journey. I would not have traded it for the world. Um, 
So yeah, back to correlating this or even connecting this with gentleness. So this is the reason why this verse is why we let go of our old thoughts about being gentle with ourselves and others. And we learn how to do it God's way. We learn how he sees gentleness, how he implements it, how it's supposed to be actually used in practical ways to help us heal and rebuild these areas. So I began to understand that the journey of healing and rebuilding is not easy. It's not, but it's worth it for us to go through for, so that we can gain more insight into our hearts and our minds through the eyes of God. Even when I wrote this blog, what I had to remember was this. I had to be gentle with myself. Let me tell you why. I wanted this blog to actually be written by a specific time on a specific day but that did not happen. When I tell you my whole plan went, went out the window or ran away somewhere, it did. I'm one of those people who I'm not necessarily a type A personality, but I try to plan as best I can. And when I do plan something, I like for it to happen exactly how I planned it. So maybe a little bit type A. <laughs> and anyway, with that being said, what I realized is this, sometimes you just need rest. What my body was saying to me was I needed to rest and I needed to spend time with my children and take care of some other essential household chores that I had been putting off because the week just really got busy. What has been hard, especially in this particular season for me, what is to learn that at times just being gentle with myself needs to be a priority. Now, I can be gentle with others. All day, every day. I can be gentle with other people. I can give them more grace than I give myself. But me, I always forget to give me the same gentleness, the same grace, the same love, the same mild-manneredness, the same um, free from harshness that I'm supposed to have. What God has shown me is that in order for me to heal and rebuild in the area of gentleness, even towards myself, is I have got to start sharing gentleness, the same gentleness that I share with others, I need to implement sharing that with me. We have to come to realize that staying close to God allows us to develop his character over time and even produces humility and a quiet patience that he possesses. This is the only way that we can do this. There's no other way. I promise you there's no other way. You can ask your friends, you can ask your family, you can ask your coworkers of how to be gentle. They'll give you their experiences, but I promise you, if you sit down and talk to God about it, just carve out five minutes of your day, sit down, talk to God about it, and ask him the question to show you, how can I implement gentleness this week? One, what's one thing that I can do? You can always start with just one thing, right? One, one change at a time. One change at a time literally makes a difference over a lifetime is what we encourage you here at Polish Gems to do. Because think about it. If you, if God gave you 50 changes and you tried to do all of those, the level of consistency is going to be hard. But if you do one thing, just one, and you do that consistent and then ask for another thing and build on that, you'll continue to have these building blocks to actually implement gentleness into your lives to heal and rebuild that area, not only with yourself, but even sharing that with others because God is a God of overflow. So like I said, 
I want to leave you with some practical tips as always. That is the biggest part of this podcast. That is the biggest part of this blog. So let me share those practical tips so you can go ahead and get started even tonight as well with uh, healing and rebuilding this area of gentleness in your lives and this fruit of his spirit. So guys, here are some practical tips. Let me share with you this one. One is learn the ways of God. Now, I know we say this all the time in our blogs, but it's truly the truth. When you have a moment to sit down at the feet of God, learn his ways, um, it's the best way to improve yourself in the fruits of his spirit. Allow him to show you the good and bad of yourself, especially when it comes to gentleness. Is uncomfortable. But when God does it, when he reveals those things to you, he doesn't do it to harm you, but he does it to help you improve. So ask, so, so sit there, be willing to learn, be willing to learn and learn his way, not in the way that you think you need to learn because it is his desire, just like any good parents desire, right? To see their children grow, learn, heal, and rebuild in the areas that they need most because at the end of the day as we learn and heal and rebuild as i've mentioned before we can also share that overflow with others and share that with the world around us and i promise you that's how things get better it starts with us from the literally from the inside out if we can heal and rebuild from the inside out we can start to see transformation even in the world around us So your practical tip tonight, number two that I want to share with you is, of course, ask questions. We say this often here at Polish Gems and even on Fruitful and even in our blogs on FruitfulGems.com. We say this a lot because it is due to wanting, it's the best way to provide you with how to understand better the things that God is saying to not only us, the contributors here, but how you can get the answers for yourself. It is ask God questions. What he talks about is he has wisdom that he is willing to share. There's a Bible verse. There's so many Bible verses on wisdom and he wants to share wisdom with us. It so much. So I even take you to, I believe it was Solomon who asked for wisdom. And after, um, when, and he was getting ready to become king. I think Solomon was the boy king, a young man, right? Real young, about to become king of Israel. And um, and yes, the interesting thing about Solomon is Solomon could have asked for anything. He could have asked for wealth. He could have asked for women. He could have asked for um, children. He could have, I mean, just anything. He could have asked for more kingdoms and territories and expansion. Solomon stopped and asked for wisdom. And God added all the extra, uh, all the other things to him and for him and for his kingdom. When I tell you, God loves to give out wisdom. He wants us to come and ask. Because who better to know our lives than the person who knew us when we were in our mother's womb? So that's why we particularly say this all the time. Guys, but I'm going to also give you some questions tonight to get started. And I'm going to say these. I might even repeat these. So bear with me because I really want you guys to jot these down. So let's get started. Here's some questions that you can ask about gentleness tonight so that you can start to get those answers from God on how to start healing and rebuilding in this area. So question number one is this, God, 
what can I do differently to help me exercise tender humility and quiet patience with myself? I'm going to read that again. And actually, I'm going to go even a step further with it. God, what can, what is one thing I can do differently to help me exercise tender humility and quiet patience with myself? So guys, what I encourage you to do is at this section, and I forgot to say this before, but um, get a journal, get a notebook, and write down these questions. I promise you these questions help to um, kind of prompt you during your your quiet time with God. And if it's not so quiet, you can still ask it aloud and he'll answer. But make sure you jot down his answer. Whether you um, do voice notes on your phone or a voice recorder on your phone, however it is, make sure to jot down not only the questions so you can say it out loud because there's power in our voice, but also make sure that you have something ready to write down his answer because I promise you this is going to be what will help you or could be the catalyst to helping you even heal and rebuild in the area as well as the instructed answer. So guys, question number two is, God, what can I do to demonstrate gentleness and generous love towards others? I'm going to read that again and I'm going to go a step further. God, what is one thing I can do to gem to demonstrate gentleness and generous love towards others. So guys, same thing. Make sure, jot down the question, ask it out loud to God, and of course, go ahead and write the answer. I promise you, you're going to want these answers. And then question number three. God, when people try my patience, what is one thing I can say to them which reflects your gentle and humble nature? Ooh, I'm going to read this one again. <laughs> this one he even hit home for me with that situation that I kept telling you about. God, when people try my patience, what is one thing I can say to them which reflects your gentle and humble nature? So guys, make sure you jot down that one. And I got a third practical tip for you is this. Be open to new things. So just like that Bible verse in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says that old things such as previous morale and spiritual thoughts, ways and even conditions pass away or are let go of, we then make room for new things to come. So be open to new ways to heal and rebuild. If one way worked in, in, a, in a previous season or you even tried this before, be open to something new. When Even when God asked Peter to cast his net on the other side, I need you to be just like that story in the Bible. For those who don't know that story, that story was basically Peter went out to go fishing. He had been out fishing all night and didn't catch a thing, but he saw Jesus and Jesus told him, go to this other location and cast your net here. When he did that, his he, he drew his net down into the water and brought it back up and the net broke, meaning there was overflow of fish. But here's the thing, guys. He wasn't prepared to fish in that new area. What I need you to do is be open. 
and he was not prepared or open to realizing he needed to do a new thing or fish in a new way. Be open to God showing you a new way to heal, to live, to rebuild in the fruits of his spirit, and even how to think and interact not only with yourself and with others. God is a consistent God, but he also is a God who is not afraid of new ideas or new um, ways of doing things. So guys, I want to leave you with one final thought of tonight. If you're still having doubts about anything I said, then I understand and I completely get it. As I walk out my journey of my own personal journey of following God, I realize that this, these things, the fruits of the God spirit is not easy to learn new thoughts or even new ways. But what I found is it's worth it. When I see things work out the way God actually showed me or instructed me to say or even to do. When we go through healing and rebuilding gentleness in our lives, what we can do is share um, this not only with ourselves, but with others as it as we continue to immerse ourselves in it and walk in the overflow, then it flows out into others, as I mentioned before. So just remember this, as God's word says, you will find refreshment and rest in him. And let me tell you, there is no better place to be. Guys, that is it for tonight. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in and joining me for another episode of Polished Gems, guys. Until next time, have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.